Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you the missing piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. Yo, what up, Angie? Hey, Paul. Welcome back to The Missing Piece, everybody. I'm excited about today. Yeah, yeah. Today's going to be more, I think, in Angie's wheelhouse. And But you're really good at this talk, too. Mm, I'm good at, yeah, yeah, I have a little bit less grace than you. So <laughs> what what we're going to talk about is, you know, you kind of go into the holiday seasons here, holiday season, whatever you want to call it, and uh, you're going to be seeing a lot of family and there's a lot of food and drink and so forth around. And what can sometimes happen is we end up consuming things, food or drink or whatever, going off our plan, let's just call it, or or eating things or drinking things we didn't intend to eat. Making more reactive Making more reactive decisions. decisions. Thank you. Making more reactive decisions because we don't want to disappoint people. Because there's blowback from relatives or people close to you who are like, oh, they. Or we think there's going to be. We think there's going to be, yeah. So it's like, oh, just live a little. Or what will they say if I, you know, whatever. What will they say if I turn down a drink? And um, you know what? Let's, Let's talk about that today. That's important because people are always like, how do you handle it? And. And we're getting. The question yeah. a lot already, so getting, we might getting, as yeah. well fill you in. We may as well fill you in, and I'm going to let you know there are some tactics to handle it, but mm, there's a bigger picture to it than that, too, I think. So before we get into it, I just want to say thank you guys for all the reviews. Thank you for all the messages. Thank you for all, just thank you for all the positive feedback. And you know what? I love doing things that you specifically asked me to cover. So just keep sending me messages. Um uh, you know, I'm on Facebook. You can find me through our Facebook group. So go to missingpeacepodcast.com, join a free Facebook group, and like you can message me from there. I, I am getting more active on Instagram, but you know, it's just not really my jam right now. So I do miss a lot of messages on there. Or I'm and very, I'm all I'm over slow. everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's everywhere. So um, please go to missingpeacepodcast.com. Thank you. Leave a review. Join our Facebook group if you haven't already. All right. Um, but. You ready to get into it, Ange? Oh, yeah. All right. So let's do it. So what do you think? So so we're going to the holidays and you're like, man, what are people going to say when I tried to make healthy decisions around the Thanksgiving holiday? Thanksgiving. Meal? And maybe we define like healthy decisions. Do, do you get what I mean? Yes, because I think yes, that yes. first we have to kind of paint the picture of what like most what we people do. are yeah. wanting out of their holiday season or what we're encouraging them yeah. to think about it as. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. And how we actually look at food because we don't. So Yeah. So let's start there with the plan. If you are a client, which you should be. <laughs> if you were a client, we would, we would say, Hey, what do you want to get out of it? That's the biggest thing. So I'm, we're just, I'm, I'm not going to shame you because you like pie or something. Like I love stuffing. Yeah. Or stuffing or whatever. Like there's, there's no, there's no shame there. So what we do is we say, Hey, what do you really want to get out of the experience? And there's really three levels, right? There's what's non-negotiable, right? So it's, it's grandma's pumpkin pie or for Angie, it's the stuffing 
Or, you know, for some people, it's 11 Miller Lights. <laughs> While they're playing Euchre. Yeah, right. It's whatever it is. But like, what's literally non-negotiable to you? Like, this is going to make or break your experience, and you're not going to make a substitution for it's it. It's literally the thing you look forward yeah. to every year. Start there. And now you can reverse it. Like, hey, I'm going to have that thing, and I'm going to have it in an amount that makes me satiated about it. You know what I mean? Not like, oh, I need one bite of apple pilot or... Well, apple pie, pumpkin, but whatever. Not like, oh, I'm going to have one bite and call it a day or a little sliver. People like to say that. Let's take a little sliver. I oh, I don't, I don't want that whole. Yeah. Like, it's like, not a little taste. Literally, in, in the history of dessert, nobody's ever asked for a piece of pie or cake without saying, I'll just have a little piece. Yeah, not, <laughs> like, not Paul and I. We go all it's like, in. It's like people say, oh, I'll, just, I'll just have a little piece. Like, why? Why do you want a little piece? It's fucking delicious. It's dessert. <laughs> you know, um, it. have a giant piece, you know? Um, anyway, so you start with your non negotiables. And then you work your way to what can you do? You're funny. Well, thank you. I, I like to think so as well. <laughs> um, and you work your way into what, you know, what sort of like you can make substitutions for, you know, meaning the the green bean casserole with the cream of mushroom soup and the crispy onions on top. Like, do you love that shit? Or can you maybe just make some steamed green beans that don't have all the extra calories? I was going right? to say, just use some of my examples. Yeah, or or whatever it is, right? Like, hey, you know, you can just go for the turkey breast and not the dark or not the skin. Like, you know, there's what's what's substitutable that's going to be, you know, save you on your calorie budget. Um, you know, it's going to shrink your calorie budget, but you can still eat some food and it's you're not going to miss out. You're not going to miss out, right? That's, that's I always use the example at Thanksgiving. It's probably 20 casseroles. And I'm going to be honest, after a certain yeah, they point, all, they all taste the same. Yeah, at the certain point being your first bite. Yeah, so like how many <laughs> yeah. how many of those casseroles yeah. do you really, really need? Or are you Zero, okay yeah. picking and choosing the, right. the ones that you actually right. look forward to that light you up? Like yeah. green bean casserole, it just does nothing for me, no. right? And I used to put it on my plate because it's green bean casserole, and that's what you yeah. eat on Thanksgiving. Well, and you know, and when you when you really but, think about it too, it's like man, all all the shit that's around the Thanksgiving table, especially like Angie's family, which is like a really big family, really big extended family, and they all felt obligated to bring something. So a lot of it was just. It's not like it was, you know, it was just they were just mailing it in, like it's I'll just, uh, yeah, I'll just it's, slap together the easiest thing possible and bring it. So it's like, dude, you don't like. Why would I waste my my budget on that? You know what I mean? You just took two seconds to make the thing that was A, the cheapest, B, the easiest, C, that transported the easiest, right? Like, I don't need that shit. Um, so anyway, that's but the second level is like, look at what are what are some substitutions you can make? And then I think actually the cash rules to me fall on the third level, which is what can you just avoid? Like what literally will not make your life any better? Cash rules do not make my life better. You know, but you might be listening and it does. What we're saying Maybe. is you're deciding. Maybe it's, it's highly unlikely that cash rolls make your life better, but they might. And if they do move that up to the first tier, <laughs> right? Right. You don't know for sure, Paul. But if you had, you know, a less traumatizing childhood, then <laughs> you could also think uh, let's stuffing in the rolls, right? Like right. they're both bread items. Like, do you really, let's say you absolutely love right. stuffing, but you're like, I don't care about that packaged roll that's well, from yeah, the local right. grocery store. Like, exactly. Like how many just, people just mail it in on the rolls? Like people just yeah. grab the roll because it's on the table. Right. But like, do you really need it? Yeah, exactly. Or maybe the other way. Maybe it's the other way around. Probably not though. Cause I mean, very few people put any sort of effort into a dinner roll. Like when I Except find my, my aunt Laura, cause she makes those homemade crescent yeah, rolls, does. then it's worth it. I do eat those. She yeah. does that one time a year for Christmas. Yeah. Right. 
You're right. You're right. You're right. But it's like, you know, just think about like a wedding that basket. That was a lot of effort and love she put into that. And it's really good. Think about going to a wedding and they pass that bread basket around. I'm like, I always, I'm like, I'm looking around and I used to just grab out of habit too. And, and like one day I'm just like, this is always the worst bread. Like it's so dry. Like there's no way anybody, this is, there's no way this is adding to anybody's quality of life right now. Anyway, the point is you tear that stuff out. What's non-negotiable what can you make a sort of lower calorie substitution for? So it'll scratch the itch, get you some food in your stomach, but not uh, break the bank calorie wise. And what just literally doesn't add to your life? Those are the three levels. Okay. And so from there, you can go in with a plan, you know? So for me, hypothetically Thanksgiving, um, I'd be like, yeah, dude, I definitely want some stuffing. Um, uh, you know, Turkey, like, yeah, I mean, I'll just, I'll just grab some turkey breast for sure. Load up on the protein. I probably will bring my own green beans to fill me up. And your wife will bring your green beans. Yeah, for sure. I'm not bringing them. Angie will bring them. And maybe I'll want dessert, but probably I'm going to drink a handful of beers beforehand. Or you might look at like, goes. hey, are the sides more enticing than the dessert? Or are the desserts going to bring me more enjoyment than the sides? Right. That's another thing. It's like sometimes you just have to pick and choose what you actually really want. Like right. there's a couple sides I know I want, but I'd much rather say for like those desserts that come around one time a year, sure. right? Where you just enjoy kicking back and having drinks. So like right. you don't care about the sweet potato casserole. I do like, not. No, but that's you, right? Yeah. And I think that's what we're trying to get. We understand food is nostalgic, right? Like yeah. it is tradition, it is culture, but some of it, if you really stop and think about it, it probably isn't as meaningful to you as you've created it in your head to be, <laughs> right. which was my problem for a while. Like yeah. Thanksgiving, you're right. Like it was 50 people deep at our house every single year. And I wanted to try every single thing on that table because I just thought it was all about the food. Like I was actually forgetting about the experience and the labor and the love that goes into something like that yeah. and how I also wanted to feel that evening, the next morning mm -hmm. and yeah. what I really wanted out of it. Yeah. So absolutely right. Um, and so anyway, so that's how I would go into it with a plan. So that's when we say healthy or on plan, that's what we're talking about. It's a plan that you devise based on what you want to get out of it. Yeah. Right. So now you're going to go in. Good. So that's, I wanted to define and, that first. Yeah. So now you're going to go in and you're going to draw boundaries around the plan, right? Because, you know, somebody's going to offer you something. Maybe, maybe you're going in and you're like, dude, I don't want that cheap, shitty red wine that, you know, Cousin Steve brings all the time, right? And Cousin Steve's going to be all half drunk and be like, oh, you want to pour a bottle? And you're like, no, I'm good. And he's oh, right? He's going he's gonna to act all offended, right? You're too good for me? Oh, what are you on a diet or something? <laughs> right, or, you know, substitute the name and substitute wine for whatever thing it is. And somebody's gonna, you know, somebody's gonna say something, right? So there's two things to note here. One is they probably, maybe, likely, they probably won't. You're just gonna go, no, I'm good. And that. <laughs> and sometimes I say to people, hey, don't even use the word no. Just say, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. For some reason, that word no actually puts people on the defense. Yeah. So if you just go, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And so, I mean, that is the tactic. Just say I'm good. And, you know, most times. It's, leave it alone. That's literally the end of it. And you've built it up in your head to be like. So, so much more. So much more than it is. Other times. Though they will say something. 
And then you'll both go on with your lives. So that's cool, too. <laughs> that's option two. That's option two. And option three. Yeah, I mean, option three. I'm, I know what I was going to say. Go ahead. They might just ask you why. Right. And that's okay, too. Yeah. And they're asking out of curiosity. So don't act like they're asking and you get on the defense because of the choice you made. Some people just are interested and in a supportive way. Like, huh, like wonder why they're choosing that this time around. And you can either fill them in on what you're doing or just say, hey, I'm trying something new, you know, with my health. And I know those, you know, foods are just they're not making me feel as good right now. And I'm choosing to have this instead. Yeah. I mean, sometimes just honesty is the easiest thing. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's like, exactly. And, and, and you know what? It is kind of shitty, like, to have to, to feel like you have to justify yourself, right? Because you're not asking them why they don't care about their health. Right. Right. But I'm just saying um, some people might actually, they might so, ask. Some so people might be curious. Just- and then, yeah, so, yes. And so here's, here's where that kind of transitions. The next thing, yes, some people might be curious. And, and if you know why you're doing what you're doing, it's much easier to get less defensive. Cause you're just like, oh, this is what I'm doing, dude. Like, check it out. I count these macros, so like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip on that wine, and I'm gonna have a pump, piece of pumpkin pie, and I'm still like, blah blah. blah. It and comes off as total ownership. Yeah. And then people are like, huh, cool. yeah. And so that's that's the that's they the next might part. even want to know more and how they do it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so, so if you the the thing is confidence. So when you go in with a plan, a when when you have the internal alignment, you know what you want. People just don't really mess with you as much. Like they, they, they're not, they're not going to be as put off by it because you just know what you want, and it comes off as very natural. So many times, I think people go into an event like that as, as the quote-unquote dieter, and they don't really know what they want. They actually want to indulge really hard, but they they have guilty feelings around it, or their coach told told them no gluten, yes. or you know whatever it is. And so that energy comes off. Your your family can sense that, and they don't they they can't put a finger to it. They can't articulate what they're sensing, but they're like, it's like you're feeling resentful, yeah, <laughs> right? Because other people are doing it, and then yeah. you don't want to, and, but and, you want yeah. to, and, yeah. And then they they feel that resentment. They're like, dude, we'll just have the freaking bread and they don't understand why because you don't really understand why either because it's not your plan you're not fully bought in all you know what i mean and that's that's where ownership and alignment and kind of the episode before this we were talking about the long game and lifestyle integration like once you've integrated this into your life and you know what you want this is who we're talking to like how do you go in with this kind of to plan and just before i forget as another like good way to you know, like ping pong them away. If you're at a past meal or you're at a potluck where you're going and picking your food or if someone is serving it to you, sometimes if I'm like, oh, this is like one of those people I don't want to explain it to, I'll be like, hey, I'm okay for now. I'm going to get that in a little bit. Like I want to eat what I have first or, mm. oh, you know, do you want this dessert? Yeah. Hey, I'm going to have, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have dessert, but you know what? I'll take care of it myself. You know, you can just take care of everybody else. And so you can just deflect too. Right. And just kind of get them like if you are still uncomfortable. Right. If you're still working on that confidence with your decisions. Sure. Just deflect it. Like, yeah, yeah. In a very natural way. And and it's the same. It's like, it's like, you know what, man? I mean, I just straight up own it right now. And I just come with a lot of my own food. I think it's best to just own it. Yeah. That's (laughs) I mean, frankly, that's why our program has so much reflection built in and has so much of the mental game up front. So it's like you just get that alignment and that just. 
that really sets the tone to make you a little bit more unshakable in those moments. Like you're still going to, you know, it's, it's a learning process. You still have to get through these things, but. But that's why I usually say, Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously like owning is the best, is the best option. And then, you know, as far as what other people think, you know, I mean, some people, some people will be threatened by it because you got to understand that you changing. That's just what I was going to say. Yeah. You changing changes their relationship to you. Um, changes their environment changes. of what they're used to yeah. with you in it. Yeah. It's, yeah. So they you, might be used to you being the person that has five glasses of wine with them. Right. And all of a sudden you're not. Right. And they're like, well, and, how and, do we work where, this new relationship? Yeah. Where does that leave me? Yes. Where does that leave me? Right. And, um, you know, it's just the, like, it's just the discomfort that comes with growth and evolution. It does make some people uncomfortable at first because it does change the dynamic with them. Right. It's like, it's like when you crush it in your business and get a new car and your uncle makes, you know, a shitty remark about you must have a really high car payment or something stupid. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like why? Why'd you Be- make that? Because you're, because your uncle has seen you as a little kid. Right. Your uncle has seen you as a little boy, a little helpless kid stepping into your power. It change it literally changes the power dynamic now that you have created a life and some money for yourself. Yeah. You know, and that that's a side topic, but it's not. I mean, it's, it's, it's most of the dynamics. Right. It's most of the dynamics that's going on. It's a shift. It's not like power dynamics, like you're owning them or anything like that, but like power dynamic in that you are no longer um what's the word you're no longer under the influence like you're doing your own thing and that's threatening to people right but then also it's irresistible when you're in alignment because i always say you know i i ask people on a scale of one to ten all the time like where they're at and i'm not i'm not going to get into my scale i'm like but eventually when you were at a 10 there's something about you that is intoxicating for people, yeah. right? That they just want to know how you have that confidence and how you have that presence when you walk in a room, like you make it peaceful, you make it exciting, like right. you make people curious and you'll go into events like this and into holidays into the corporate dinner, whatever. And you're just going to have such a vibe and a presence about you that yeah. most people aren't even going to question it anyway. Right. And that's where you're going to be when you're so sure of what you want for yourself it doesn't matter. You're not thinking mm. about anybody else's stories or thoughts or whatever. Yes, you're that's doing what it is. Yeah, you are doing what literally works for you and it's just going to be picked up. Like the vibration is going to be felt by other people. Mm. That's it. In a great way. That's it. And so yeah, so some of the tactics like some of the tactics like saying I'm good or whatever. It's all you like you're like yeah, man, those work. But I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's literally just about internal alignment and in how you view yourself and how you view your own behaviors are going to shape, you know, what you project. So what you're processing internally is what you're going to project into the world. And then everybody else around you is just going to mirror it back to you. So if you're super insecure about the fact that you're trying to change your body, that's what, that's your internal process. You're going to project that insecurity and people are going to pounce on it. You know what I mean? Right. If you on the inside are just so in love with the process that you're going through and you're so in love with the fact that you're just creating, you know, this amazing life for yourself, um, 
you're going to project that energy. And people are going to mirror that back to you and be excited for you. Yep. You know, for the most part. And if it's not, it's got nothing. And, and, and if people have something to say, I mean, it's got more to do with them than it does with you. Then you get to the other side of things, too, when it comes to your food and drink, where you are you are so sure of your plan and what you want, and then you're showing up at the parties and you are the one drinking and eating the desserts right, because right. you know how it fits in your plan or you know what to expect if you choose <laughs> well, to have it. And then they're like really confused. They're like, wait a minute. I didn't think you ate gluten. Right, I didn't think you right. ate bread. Or well, how are you? Oh, I better not eat the sugar around you. I was like, but I just ate the sugar around that's, you. That's such a great example. Of that's such a great example. Really get them. You just, you just, if you try to please people or shift your actions around what other people are going to say, like there's just literally no winning if that's what you're trying to do. Because yes, on the one hand, people, oh you, what you, oh you're not, oh you're not going to eat this this dessert that I made. Oh you're not going to drink this drink. You're like what? Or you go in owning it, bring your own beer, drink six of them, and oh. Oh, oh man, I thought you were on a fitness plan. It must, it must be a cheat day. You know what I mean? And like saying shit like that. And I don't know. I guess I just tuned it out so long ago that it's not even an issue for me. Right. You know what I mean? It's still a bit of a thorn in my side when people say shit, but like, I, I mean, you guys we're saying it right now on the podcast, Paul and I eat bread. <laughs> we eat bread. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so this Thanksgiving, it'll be good because it's Thanksgiving. We'll see who who's supporting us by listening to our podcast based on, based on the comments that they make. Um, so, when the stuffing and the bread get passed around, you can yeah, pass it our direction. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Oh yeah, you don't you don't eat that. Oh my gosh, oh better not eat this in front of you. Ten years, guys. Ten years I've been hearing that, um, or more. Twelve years since I got my first personal training certification, but. Um, it is what it is, man. Like, that's got nothing to do with me, right? I'm just going through living my life. And, and what's most important to me is that I come out of those holidays, one, having enjoyed it, and two, feeling the way I want to feel. You I was know? just going to say, we should touch a little bit more on like knowing what you want out of the experience. Like you said, yeah. having enjoyed it. I think so many times we do get just caught up with tradition and the food and the drink and the Christmas cookie party or we, all of this stuff. Like I equally get as excited, but I've really stopped and thought about like the experiences I want for myself with my friends, with my family, with my husband, with my boys. And all of a sudden I'm like, it isn't as much about the food and the drink as I thought it was back in the day. Like, let's just take a Christmas cookie exchange, like with me and my girlfriends. Like, I would probably be 20 cookies deep back in the day before I really understood how I wanted to feel and how I needed to show up. Now I'm fine having a few here and there because it's actually... We get to do something we don't normally do, which is bake and have the time for it and enjoy that whole process and then show our love by just being together and trading off those cookies and bringing it home to our own kids and just, I don't know, not cleaning up after kids and talking and having adult conversation. You got to remember, there's a lot of meaningful stuff around this, like getting together with a big family on Thanksgiving that you don't see maybe but once or twice a year. Is it more about the conversation or more about... Whatever that food is that you think it is. It's probably more about the conversation. Yeah, totally. But there's so many things we forget about when it comes to the experience of it. So. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and it's the experience of it and then how you want to feel afterwards. Yeah. And um, 
And I think if you just know those two things and, you know, you can, you can make a little bit more educated decisions and that's it. Yeah. And in case anyone wants more info on this, I am going to host a, like a mastermind call, like a free training call. I'd put it up in Lingzo Fitness community and I'm going to do it in a next week. Yeah. Cause you're home next week from travel, yep. but I want to do it about the fear of missing out on these holidays and really how to decide what it is you want out of the holiday season and how many events is it really during the holiday season and how you can pick and choose. Hey, that's the one that I actually do want to have the food and drink. And Hey, that corporate dinner, eh, it's, you know, I'm just going to kind of go and network and do my thing and whatever. So if anybody's listening and wants more, tell them to jump in Lingzo Fitness community so they can keep an eye out for my training call. All right. Sounds good. All right, everybody. Um, I hope that helps. You know, I mean, it's a, like, there's so many people get so caught up in tactics, I think. Oh, this is exactly what to say. Or this is, you know, bring this food item or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Dude. <laughs> You shouldn't, in my opinion, yes, those tactics can be helpful when you're first getting started, but you shouldn't have to use them. You know what I mean? If you know what you want, you won't have to justify it. You know what I mean? And that's, that's where ultimately I'd love to get you. You know, you know what you want, you know why you're doing what you're doing, and you know how the the plan that you went into, or you the, the plan that you went into the evening went you know how that connects to what you want. Right. Just how we say you shouldn't have to do a food plan that like flips your life upside down. Yeah. You shouldn't have to go into a season like this feeling that exact same way. Yeah. You should just know what you want out of it. Mm-hmm. 100%. So. All right, guys. Well, we're going to call it there, huh? Uh, yeah. I like these kind of calls. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Angie. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone else did too. All right. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>